Yo, what's up my fantasy football fans around the world? It is Friday and it's also Fantasy Football Friday. My name is Zori and this is ZC's Fantasy Football and Sports Podcast. And do you know what time it is? It's Fantasy Football Time! ZC's Fantasy Football Podcast will be on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and as many as they put me on. Download Anchor today and start your very free podcast. Now let's get right into the episode. On this first edition of ZC's Fantasy Football Friday, we will be covering my must-starts of the week, my must-sits of the week, two sleepers at all the skills positions, and my fan, my football picks of the week. Basically who I think is going to win. Now, let's start with my ZC's must-starts. For my first must-start, I'm going with a running back by the name of James Robinson, running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars. James Robinson entering, entering the year was the Jags' fourth or fifth running back on their depth chart due to Leonard Fournette being on the roster. But once they traded Leonard Fournette because of Robinson's very great camp, this led to Robinson becoming the number one back due to also injuries and other things. Robinson has become a star in that backfield for the Jaguars, and according to ESPN rankings, Robinson is number six rated running back in fantasy points. Robinson has been very consistent and had a breakout 30-point game against the Dolphins two weeks ago. Robinson plays a terrible, and I mean terrible, Texans run defense. They gave up over 180 rushing yards a game in the league or in the game and are dead last. Robinson and the Jags should not have a tough time scoring on this defense, and my bold prediction is that Robinson has at least 20 points this week. For my second, I'm going with another running back, Mike Davis, running back for the Carolina Panthers. Now, is this CMC? No, Christian McCaffrey, of course, that's what I mean. Christian McCaffrey should be back hopefully in about three weeks, I think. Could be less, could be more. I'm not exactly sure. But Mike Davis has really filled in the role of CMC since he's been gone. Mike Davis is also very versatile like CMC. So he can he can catch the ball, he can run the ball, he can do everything. Davis, in his two starts in fantasy, has over 22 points and has caught a lot of passes, let's just say that. Um, Davis also plays the Falcons this week. And uh, look for the Panthers to score a lot of points against this defense. They looked lost, I mean lost, against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. And I think Teddy Bridgewater will eat them up. And I think he's just going to go short to Mike Davis, he's going to throw it to Robbie Anderson, uh, DJ Moore. And I just think that the Panthers are going to win this game. And I do think that Mike Davis is going to have another big game, probably another 20-point performance. Um, So if you could even see if you could trade Mike Davis – but obviously, like, you can't get someone, like, really good because even though Mike Davis has been a really good running back, he's only realistically going to be good for another few weeks until McCaffrey comes back. So if you can get, like, a decent wide receiver, like a top 20 guy, but not, like, a top 10 guy because obviously, like, I don't think that's worth it. But if you can get a top 20 guy, I'd do it. Or just someone that is more reliable throughout the entire year. Number three. I don't have one player. I have a whole, basically a whole offense. 
and the Seahawks. I think DK Metcalf, Chris Carson, Tyler Lockett, and of course, led by Russell Wilson, will have a huge game this week. The Vikings defense is not good, and I think that the Seahawks, this, all, this first of all, this game's on Sunday Night Football. And you already know Russell Wilson, who's trying to go for an MVP this year because he hasn't won one yet. And you know he wants it. So I think he's going to come out and have a big game against this team. I think they're going to go up and down the field. I think he's going to take it short to lock it and hit like hit him when he's open. I think he's going to take the deep balls to Metcalf down the field for those touchdowns. And I think uh, also I think Chris Carson's going to get at least 15-ish, 15, 20 carries. I think in at least four or five catches. And I bet he gets hopefully maybe a touchdown. He's on my fantasy team, so let's see. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think the Seahawks offense in general is a good start this week. And, uh, yeah, I'd feel comfortable with a must-start with them them four. Now, for ZC's must-sits, number one, we got Kenyon Drake. Drake, who was drafted by the Miami Dolphins, was traded to the Arizona Cardinals last year for a late-round pick when the Dolphins were trying to get rid of players to get picks. Um, Drake, at the end of last year for the Cardinals, was played very good, let's just say, and uh, really made fantasy owners think he would have an amazing year this year as to why he was picked in most likely all of top 15 in every draft. Um, personally, I wouldn't have taken him there, but a lot of people did. And um, So Drake, through the first four weeks, is averaging under 10 points per game in fantasy. And um, honestly, hasn't even looked like the best uh, running person on that team. It's been Kyler Murray. And I say running person because he's not Kyler as a quarterback, but he can run. So I think, and he's been better than Kenyon Drake. So I just think that Drake Drake could have a good game against this Jets team who is 0-4. But the Jets are have do, do have a pretty good run defense. But I just think that... Uh, I just think that Drake is just not not going to do it this week or this season, but maybe he can he can catch it at the end of the year like he did last year and maybe win some uh, games for fantasy owners at the end. But I think if you have him and you can look to trade him due to his like bigger name and how high he was picked in the draft, if you can get anything for Kenyon Drake, I would do it in a heartbeat. Um, so, yeah, that's my number one sit. Uh, for number two, I got Joe Mixon. Uh Obviously, some people might say, like, this is a bad take because, obviously, Mixon had a 42-point game last week for the Bengals. But I just don't think that – obviously, he's going to have another – he's not going to have another 42-point game in a row. I mean, no one does that, and especially not like a, like a Christian McCaffrey or Aaron Jones or Kamara type thing. Um, and especially the Bengals are going against this uh, a Bengals – or uh, Ravens defense, which is good. And um, – I think that this game could turn out being like when the Ravens get up early, the Bengals aren't going to run the ball if they're down 14-20 in the start of the second. They're going to pass the ball. And I think they wanted to get in Joe Burrow's hands. And I think the receivers for the Bengals might actually have some good games. Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins. You would think A.J. Green, but he's just been not great this year. Um, so I do think that – uh. Mixon is not the greatest start this week. If you don't really have that much depth, I think you can start him. I think he's a safe 10 points, maybe 12 points. But don't expect him to have a big, big game. I don't see him exceeding 16, 17 points this week, which would be his uh, projection. Um, so, yeah, I think 
Mixon, if you have the depth at running back, if you have like a guy like Devin Singletary or someone else on the bench, that's someone you have to play over Mixon. At number three for my must-sits, I have Juju Smith-Schuster, wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Obviously, the Steelers could not play last week due to the COVID outbreak on the Titans. So the Steelers now have had a long rest against now what is the number one team in the NFC East, the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles, who are 1-2-1, are the leader in the NFC East, which much people would think, like, how? But obviously, the NFC East this year has not been great, and um, the Eagles will look for another win to put them up again. Um, I think the reason why I have Juju in the must-sits is due to the Eagles signing this year, in the, in, uh, or trade this year in the offseason, Darius Slay. Darius Slay has consistently shut down number one receivers for every game the Eagles have played. He's guarded guys like Terry McLaurin, Robert Woods, A.J. Green, and Kendrick Bourne. Obviously, Kendrick Bourne is not the number one receiver, but he's the outside number one. So I think if Juju is on the outside a lot, Slay will obviously cover him, and I think Slay will shut him down. Only other thing is I could say is if Juju went in the slot, but usually that's where Deontay Johnson plays, but they do like to mix it around a little bit. But I don't think this is a big Juju game. I think this is a big um, Eric Ebron game, and I think some other guys, like they might have a deep ball to um, chase Claypool, maybe some other things, but I just don't think it's a big Juju Smith-Schuster game this week. All right, we're back with our second segment of this podcast. Our two biggest sleepers at all the skill positions. I'm going to cover two for quarterback, two for running back, two for receiver, and two for tight end. Obviously, I could do defense and kicker, but whoever you got at kicker, play them. The defense, if they're playing against a good offense, pick up one in waivers. If you have like, if you have a good defense, play them. It's simple, right? <laughs> at quarterback, for uh, my two sleepers, I got Teddy Bridgewater and Justin Herbert. Again, like I said earlier, I think Teddy Bridgewater has a big game. I think he checks it down to Mike Davis. I think he gets it to Robbie Anderson. Against that Falcons defense, it was just lost against the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. So I think Teddy has a big game. Also with Justin Herbert, they play Monday against the Saints. The Saints secondary has been injured and not just really hasn't been that great, honestly. And so I think Justin Herbert who has had a lot of good games this, this year where he's had over 300 yards passing, a few touchdowns. I think he's going to have a big game. Maybe they win. Maybe they don't. We'll see. But definitely, I think Herbert and Bridgewater are my two quarterback sleepers. Now at running back, I got Joshua Kelly and Devin Singletary. Kelly is a starter with also Justin Jackson due to the injury of Austin Eckler, who's going to be out for a lo- about four or six weeks. So Kelly is a good start in a lot of a lot of weeks in a row. <laughs> um, I think that uh, Kelly will take at le- will take what Eckler's role was. I think he gets at least five catches. And I think he gets at least twelve carries. And against the Saints defense again, they haven't been that great recently. So I think that Kelly could, if he gets the receptions, if he gets five receptions for fifty yards, that's ten points in PPR leagues. And if he gets twelve carries. I'd assume he at least has 40, 50 yards, so that's another, that's 15 points. And if you have 15 points without a touchdown, that's amazing. If he gets a touchdown, that's 21 easy. So I think that 
Joshua Kelly's a good start this week. Um, obviously, if Justin Jackson plays a lot, that could hurt him. But I think that Kelly will be a good start, a good sleeper at least. Next one, I got Devin Singletary. Singletary is the running back for the Buffalo Bills. Obviously, that Bills game's in question due to the Titans' COVID outbreak, and they have trust me, they have not been handling it well. I think that the Bills will. I, they're scheduled to play on Tuesday right now at four. I think four uh western time yeah or pacific but i think that um if they do play this game i think that josh allen and the bills will have another great game i think they'll go five and oh i think that uh singletary will has just gotten better every week i think that he's gonna get especially if zach moss doesn't play he'll get at least 15 carries he'll get at least five catches and hopefully a touchdown and if he gets that's another 18, 20-point performance, as I said. And like as I said multiple times in the last podcast, I think if you can have a running back who gets 15 points consistently and doesn't get a touchdown, that's a dangerous back. Because if he gets a touchdown, it's 20 points. And if you have a 20-consistent-point 20 fantasy player and you picked him late in the draft or even picked him up in waivers, I guarantee you you're doing pretty well in fantasy right now. So, yeah, Singletary isn't my other sleeper. What are my running backs? For my wide receiver sleepers, I have Justin Jefferson and CeeDee Lamb, two rookie wide receivers from the 2020 NFL Draft. Um, obviously, CeeDee Lamb was picked five spots ahead of him at 17, where Justin was taken at 22. Jefferson, who was taken by the Minnesota Vikings in the last two games, have had two really great games. Um, one game, which was, almost, was, I think, a 30-point performance in fantasy. Last week, he had about six catches for 80 yards. So that's about... 14 if it's a ppr league um so yeah i think jefferson has another big game against uh seahawks pass defense which is not good i mean they were last in the league i mean last week they had a decent game against the dolphins but Devonte parker still eat them up and ryan fitzpatrick still was passing the ball down the field they just couldn't finish drives they had six field goals i think um so yeah i think that um Justin Jefferson has a big game. I said I, in my prediction, I think he gets six catches, 80 yards, and a touchdown. Um, obviously, we'll see if that happens. But if he does, he has only projected about 12 points. That's about a 20-point performance right there. Eight, plus eight projection is uh, pretty good, and especially when he was drafted in probably later than the eighth or ninth round. Um, if he keeps this up, he's going to be a big player for fantasy this year. For my next guy, I got CeeDee Lamb. Uh, CeeDee Lamb, who was also drafted in this draft in the 17th pick by the Dallas Cowboys, unfortunately. <laughs> um, CeeDee Lamb has uh, recently really done well. Obviously, the whole Cowboys offense has, but their defense has been awful. So they have, and they've gone down early, so then they have to just pass the ball. And Dak, the last three games have been tremendous. He's had over 450 yards passing, which is unheard of. Um, so I think CeeDee Lamb has another big game. Um, the Giants' defense has actually been not terrible this year. It's just their offense is awful. But I think that if um, the Cowboys can get rolling, I don't think I obviously don't think Dak is going to throw for 450 yards in another game, especially when a, that Giants' defense is actually decent. But I do think CeeDee Lamb could get seven catches, 70 yards, maybe a touchdown, maybe not, but still 15, 14 points in fantasy is good enough and I think he is a sleeper this week for my tight ends I got Eric Ebron and Greg Olson 
Ebron, who was selected in the lottery or in the top ten a few years ago in a draft, has had had stints with the Lions and the Colts. Ebron this year signed with the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, and then has showed a uh, a good connection with Ben Roethlisberger. When in Week Three, he had a very good game against the Texans. Um, and they're playing the Eagles, who have a horrible linebacking core and have just been shredded by tight ends this year. If you look at George Kittle last week, he had 15 catches, 183 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, as a tight end, that's crazy. Obviously, George Kittle is the best tight end in the league, but still crazy. So, again, I think Ebron has a good game. Olsen, I think, again, when I was talking about the Seahawks, I think he they're just going to go down and get touchdowns. And I think Olsen could be the beneficiary of a red zone touchdown, maybe. So, obviously, tight ends aren't deep, so... Give an injury or something else, Olsen could be a good backup sleeper. All right, my fantasy football fans. Now, this is going to be the not fantasy football part of this podcast, but it's going to be NFL football sports still related. So for my last segment on this Fantasy Football Friday, I'm going to give you my NFL picks of the week, who I think will win. Um, first, I got the Panthers versus the Falcons. Like I said earlier when I was talking about Mike Davis, Teddy Bridgewater. I think the Panthers win this game. Um, I don't. I think it'll be a close game. I think it could be a shootout with the Falcons, especially if they get Calvin Ridley going. If Julio is playing, I don't know if he is. Um, but yeah, I think Panthers win this game. Next game, I got the Raiders and Chiefs. I don't think this is very difficult. Um, obviously, the Raiders have not been like they've been decent, like they've been competing. But that Chiefs team always finds a way to blow out the Raiders, and I, obviously, I think the Chiefs are a top three team in the league, and I think they go five and zero again. Um, making their way to another Super Bowl. <laughs> Next game, I got the Cardinals and the Jets. Uh, as I as I live in Arizona, I uh I don't not the, I'm not a fan of the Cardinals, but I follow the Cardinals. Um, and this year they just haven't been that great. Um, first two games they were great. Last two games they've been awful against two okay teams. This week they play the zero and four Jets. I think they win. Um, so I am picking the Cardinals, but I could be. Could be a good game where they could blow like they could blow them out, or it could be like a close game. And um, but I guess we'll see. I think Joe Flacco starting for the the Jets this week, which I mean it's the Jets. <laughs> they need to get rid of their coach. They need to find a guy who can really lead that team um, and help build that organization. So yeah, but I am still picking the Cardinals. For the next pick, I got the Rams and the Washington Football Team. The football team, <laughs> um, but I got the Rams. Uh, obviously, I think the Redsk or the sorry, the football team um, changed quarterback this week. They changed from Dwayne Haskins to Kyle Allen, which, in my opinion, doesn't really make sense. Um, I just, I mean, and when you have a young quarterback, they took in the fifteenth pick in the prior year draft. Why wouldn't you just keep playing? I mean, he wasn't playing bad. I mean, he had a pretty good game against the Ravens, um, so I didn't really get that. But obviously. Ron Rivera, who has past experience with Kyle Allen, probably wants to try it. Um, but, yeah, I think if the Rams win this game. I think Jared Goff has a good game. Maybe they get the rushing game going. I think Cam Akers is back this week, so it's going to be interesting to see who is that running back for them. They got Malcolm Brown, Daryl Henderson, and Cam Akers, so it's going to be interesting to see who really takes that load for the fantasy football because for two weeks, Daryl Henderson was really good. One week, Malcolm Brown was really good. And now Cam Akers is coming back, so who's going to be it? Because once we figure out who it is, they're a top back, I promise. Next one, we got Bengals-Ravens. Um, I think 
Ravens win this game, obviously. I just think the Ravens are just more talented. Um, I think the Bengals and Joe Burrow could have a fight, but I think the Ravens get a big lead in the beginning and uh, ride that one out. Jaguars-Texans for my first upset of the week. I thought I got the Jaguars. I mean, it's an upset even though the Texans are 0-4, but in, in the Las Vegas books and the betting. But I don't think it's that big of an upset. Texans who got rid of Bill O'Brien this week could end up having a fire under them to win because they finally got rid of their coach who kind of screwed them GM-wise, trading Hopkins. Um, but I think... I just think they're just not right in the head right now with so much controversy, all these things. So I think the Jaguars win. Um, big James Robinson game, by the way. Eagles versus Steelers. Um, I think this could be a good game. Obviously, Steelers are 3-0. Eagles are only 1-2-1. The last week, Eagles had a great game. Um, but I do think I'm going to go with another upset. I think the Eagles win this game. I think Carson Wentz has a good game. Steelers had some time to rest, but I think it would be too much. So I'm going to go with the Eagles over the Steelers. Dolphins versus the 49ers. Um, this game could come close depending on if Garoppolo and uh, Mostert play, but I do think the 49ers will still win. The Dolphins could really put up a fight. Um, Fitzpatrick and Devontae Parker could really try score some points. I'm really interested to see when they if they put in Tua recent, like in the, next, in the future um, this year. I would love to see how that goes. Um, my next next game is Colts versus Browns. I think the Colts win this game. Um, the Brown they're both three and one surprisingly. Um, the Browns could win this game. They have so many options on offense. Even though Nick Chubb is out, they still have so many options. But I think that the Colts win this game. Um, Philip Rivers, Jonathan Taylor, T.Y. Hilton, who hasn't been T.Y. Hilton, but their defense is amazing. I think they win the game. Cowboys Giants, uh, not the biggest fan of either team, and uh, say I don't like the Cowboys more, but I think that uh, Cowboys win this game. Unfortunately, um, Giants just don't have an offense. That's simple. <laughs> um, Vikings Seahawks, like I said earlier, I think the Seahawks will win this game. I think they'll pass the ball. I think they'll run the ball. I think they'll just beat the Vikings, and they'll really run. I think they're just going to score a lot. I think the Vikings will score a lot too, but I just think Seahawks will outmatch them. Broncos-Patriots, this game was scheduled for Sunday, but now it's on Monday due to Stephon Gilmore testing positive on the Patriots. If uh, everything goes well, this game should be played on Monday, um, but I'm going to take the Broncos over the Patriots. Um even though the Patriots have a great defense, without Stephon Gilmore, without Cam Newton, they don't really have a quarterback right now. They had Brian Hoyer. He had played horrible. And they put in Jarrett Stidham. He threw a touchdown, but then he threw a pick six and then another pick. So I just think, if even though the Broncos don't have a quarterback either, I just think the Broncos might end ending up win this game and shock some people. Um, next game, we got Chargers-Saints. This game is another game that could be a good game. I think it's going to be a close game. could be a really come down to the wire. Um, Herbert's played well. I think he plays well. But I think the Saints in their experience beat this team with Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, and maybe Michael Thomas. And then last game of the week, hopefully, will be played, is Bills versus Titans, on which is now to be Tuesday. If they play this game, I think Bills win. I think, obviously, Josh Allen, Devin Singletary, Stephon Diggs, and that defense have a good game. Titans can make a run. I mean, they are 3-0. But I do think Bills win the game, go 5-0 and for the first time in a long time. Um, yeah. So that's my picks for the week. And, uh, yeah.
That is it for this first episode of Fantasy Football Pro- Friday. And this was Zori on ZC's Fantasy Football Podcast. And I'll see you next Tuesday. And remember, go with your gut when setting your fantasy football team. Do not overthink it. Anyways, have a good one, everyone. I'm ZC, and I'm out!